Welcome to Tune In, Discovering Your Authentic Self. My heartbeat is to connect with others and learn what they are thinking and feeling so I can empower them to find the answers within. We each have the answers inside us, but in order to access all the possibilities, we need to understand the truth of what is really going on inside. Instead of choosing habits that shove down our feelings and continue to mask the pain and discomfort. We can rewire these faulty patterns we develop to avoid, but only when we become more aware and admit it to ourselves. We all have a story to tell, and the better we understand ourselves and how we think and feel, we can then make choices that are in alignment with our goals and values and who we want to be in this life. Join me on this tune in journey. Welcome to Tune In, Discovering Your Authentic Self. Today's topic is going to be on invulnerability. Now, this was eye-opening for me as I researched it as well, because I always thought that I was vulnerable. And I think what I was doing was confusing honesty and openness with vulnerability. So the first time I really dove into vulnerability work was through Brene Brown, as that's somebody who champions this topic. And I think I didn't really understand that it meant it's us going deep inside and sharing the things that we are scared to show other people. It's, you know, we'll be open and honest or at least I'll, I'll talk for myself. I'll be open and honest when there's nothing on the line, when it's something that's not too deep. It's something that's not revealing a weakness of mine or something I feel shame about because I've either already worked past that or it's something that just is not a big deal to me. But in terms of being really vulnerable, it's a challenge. It's something that I realized I'm not good at. And so I am going to be focusing on that, especially in the new year coming up. So one thing vulnerability requires is it to acknowledge our weakness as part of ourselves instead of something that needs to be perfect or fixed. So it requires going inside, inside really understanding, being self-aware instead of what the outward image is that we're trying to project. We tend to live in these protected defensive positions and we don't even know it. It can come out as uber independence. It could come out as anxiety. It could come out of as invalidation. And all of these things are showing us and to the people that we're with in our lives that we are not willing to get vulnerable. We're not willing to share our deepest, darkest pains because we are afraid of being judged. And so it's unconscious most of the time. And what that requires is us to notice when we're doing these things and try to work on changing them. Now, social media is a great example, right? We, How many pictures do we take of ourselves or the situation before we're okay with it to post it. 
what is that telling us that we're not okay with the angle that this picture is? We might look a little bit like we have more weight on us in this picture or our smile isn't totally perfect. But being vulnerable is actually posting the one picture that you take that's not perfect. And social media has not done us any favors in this area. Another way that we show in vulnerability is by not having boundaries. This is something that has been eye-opening for me and I have not had very many in my lifetime. And I'm realizing that a lot of it was because I was afraid of what would happen if I put them up. One is I didn't want people to think that I was mean. So when you go from not having any boundaries to having boundaries, the person that's putting up the boundaries feels like they're being mean because they haven't done it before. And there is a way to do it. There are ways to do it without having that way. And then the other alternative is you can't control what the other person thinks. But if you're going at it with grace and compassion and gentleness, then, and they still react that it's being mean, then it's on them, not you. Um, You're also afraid when you put up boundaries that other people will reject you. And, you know, that's something that I've had to really think about with parenting, dating, friendships. And I've come to the conclusion for myself, if I put up a boundary, that means A, I'm not self-abandoning and B, if they walk away because they don't like my boundary, then that's what happens. And that's a hard pill to swallow, but that's the reality. Like that's who I am and that's who I should have been. I ha- should have had those boundaries up and I've been working on that a lot. And it's been really interesting how a lot of fluff has fallen off of my life because I've put up those boundaries. Another way about boundaries is we're afraid of somebody's reaction. And that's a reflection of us not being able to handle ourselves and regulate our emotions well, which is something that always can be worked at on the side. So we should never not be vulnerable with somebody because we're afraid of their reaction. Again, that is on them. And if they are reacting consistently in a way that is not safe for you, then there's also your cue to go the other direction. We tend to be defensive. And when we're defensive, that is us realizing that, well, we're not realizing, but we are acting out because we are uncomfortable with the feelings that are coming up inside of us. Now, you can be defensive initially and then recover, but if you're defensive and stay that way and don't talk about it, then it becomes this whole toxic invulnerability where you're not willing to go inside and see your part in the situation. So staying in it and feeling the discomfort is being vulnerable and expressing it not feeling it, being defensive, not putting up boundaries, being uber-independent are all signs of being invulnerable. Perfectionism, another way that we're invulnerable. We feel that we have to do things a certain way in order to feel good, but that's not reality. That's not how we really are. We're doing that to cover up because we don't want to feel when things are out of place. We don't want to feel weak. We Society tells us that we are weak when we have insecurities. It tells us that we need to always be doing our best, that we need to be comparing ourselves to others. Social media has us comparing ourselves to others and that we're weak in these situations when we have insecurities. But what if 
we changed that narrative and came into all of our relationships with that weakness. I don't want to say front and center, but not being afraid to bring it up when you feel safe and connected in a relationship. Imagine how that would change that relationship. So I want to bring up a couple of topics that I've been working on about how to be more vulnerable. And hopefully that'll get you thinking about ways that you can too in your life. So let's start with parenting. So, you know, the kids come to me and they will have something that's on their heart, something that's bothering them. Let's take friends that aren't treating you well or something like that. And in the past, I would try to solve it. I would listen, but I would try to solve it. And I noticed that it was because I was feeling uncomfortable in that situation. Now I've done a bunch of work and my goal, and I don't always succeed, but my goal is that I listen, I acknowledge, I validate, and they know the answer of what is right for them. But just to know that I'm here, I'm not trying to fix their problem, and I'm certainly not trying to invalidate their feelings. They feel frustrated about the situation. Whether or not it's valid, that's not for me to decide. It's for them to decide. And so that's how I have vulnerability playing out. Before, it was me being uncomfortable in their discomfort. And that's that's not a great way to support them in life. Friendships. For me, is stating when I am struggling. I think in the past, I tended to be that uber independent person where I would go into myself when things were really, really hard. And I thought of it as a strength. And now I'm realizing it's, you know, if I can't, if I can't rely on the people in my life that I'm closest with, then I'm not, I'm doing myself a disservice. So now what I try to do and what I do is when I'm noticing that urge to run into independence and be by myself and hibernate, I reach out to one or two of my closest friends and share, share how I'm feeling. And I tend to pick the friends that I know 100% are going to listen and not try to fix it and get me out of that state because that's not what I'm looking for. And to get out of it is not properly processing it. So I will pick those one or two people that I know will listen, acknowledge, validate, hold space for me so that I can feel how I'm feeling. And then I actually come out of it sooner than hibernating it in by myself for three or four days. Intimate relationships. Now, this is the super interesting one because I think not being vulnerable is what caused a little bit of a pause in my current one a few months ago because I wasn't sharing how I was feeling because I didn't want to feel rejected. I didn't want to feel that he would run away or be scared of my emotions because I am a lot, as a lot of people will know, I have a lot of emotions and they go from one end of the spectrum to the other. But I love that about me. And I was afraid to show, you know, there were times that I was feeling anxious about things, understandably so with my past and everything that happens. So instead of saying, you know, I am feeling nervous when you do this, I was just withdrawing or, and then I got to the point where I would just somewhat explode because everything was like pushed down and the resentment was building up. I, I, 
notice that I was doing it. So I did it in a respectful, gracious way, but that's still not being vulnerable because I was keeping everything down. And now we've turned a corner and we're both working on sharing when things are hard because that's how you grow intimacy. That's how you grow connection. So working on that in my intimate relationship is definitely a huge goal of mine because I see the rewards and I see the change and the growth and the closeness that comes from that. Family, this is another one. So my brother just did a really good job of this yesterday. So Thanksgiving holidays can be a little bit challenging with my family because my brothers and his wife are deaf and communication is not great. And I will take ownership of that for my part. I am not 100% fluent in sign language. And so I will do my part in signing when I'm talking, but then when other people are talking and my brothers and sister-in-law you know, they're not knowing what's going on. I should be interpreting for them. And that, you know, obviously those people should know sign language too. But so he sent me something on Instagram, which was amazing. It was a post about how uh, the deaf feel at family gatherings and how they feel excluded and how they feel shamed. And it, it, it broke my heart. But at the same time, I, you know, originally old time me would have been defensive about it. Like, I'm trying my best. I'm trying my best. You know, why don't you do this? But I didn't. Instead, I I accepted it and I said, okay, I'm going to try to do better or I will do better. Again, I hate that word trying. I will do better with this. And thank you for sharing your feelings. And it was a great, a great way to be vulnerable for him to come to me and share his heart and his frustrations in these, in these situations. And then social media. And I've been working on this for sure is not just stating the good parts of my life. And I I feel like I've done that through most of my tenure on uh, social media, but it's something that I will continue to work on is going deep inside and sharing my weaknesses, sharing my pains, sharing my struggles instead of just putting the best picture forward or the best life situation forward, because that is not how life really is. It's, it's, you grow closeness, you grow intimacy with people when you acknowledge your weakness as part of yourself, instead of always trying to show this picture perfect life. So I hope that this sparks some thoughts in your mind. It's worth the research. It's worth the pain and the struggle to get vulnerable and to work on vulnerability with your everyone in your life and yourself, you know, being honest with yourself as to where you are is where it starts first. So I hope that this was helpful for you and see you next time. Thank you for listening to another episode of tune in discovering your authentic self. If you found this valuable, please share it with a friend and it would mean the world to me if you left a review. I love connecting with my listeners. So please reach out to me on Instagram or Facebook at Nicole Renee Jensen.